Welcome to the Green Wisdom Health Podcast with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis, where you will learn about natural solutions to common ailments. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. Here to give you inspiration and fun and something teach you things that you may not know and may not want to know and uh, all kind of things in between. So um, today's show is called How the Liver and Kidneys Affect Your Emotions. I know everyone is always quite surprised to find out that their emotional side of what they're thinking, acting, feeling has got something to do with a stressed organ. Uh, we're focusing today on two of those, like I said, <laughs> kidneys and liver. And um, we're going to actually tell you the timetables for those so you have an idea of whether it is kidneys or liver. So, Dr. Liss, which one would you like to start with? Well, first of all, I told Janet, uh, I, I, most of these podcasts, I don't do any notes at all. On this one, I've got notes that I could talk for four, maybe five hours. And I told Janet, I'm going to be all over the place. She says, what the heck? What's new what's about that? The diff- yeah, what's new? Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go all over the place. I'm going to give you much, much information. But here, I'm going to tell you people, now is the time that you need to understand there's so much truth out there that's being uh, censored. You have to dig a little deeper. And some people get things done, and Janet says, well, they didn't have God in them. It's like, well, maybe they made a mistake. But we're seeing people get themselves in deeper and deeper and deeper trouble. Now is the time for action. There are so many things you need to do, whether you're uh, digging for the truth or not. Uh, and, And now's the time to give your body an uplift because you cannot separate your mind, your body, and your spirit. If you have trouble in one, you're going to have trouble in all of them. And that's why we decided to do liver and kidneys. Um, One thing uh, that helps with detoxification and helps the liver is your probiotics. And people tell me all the time, well, I'm on probiotics. And it's like, remember the time I told you that I used to do work with a PhD in microbiology and most probiotics on the market are dead. <clears throat> Supplements are not all the same. So here's some symptoms of an imbalanced microbiome, which can adversely affect liver detoxification. It can be, and I'm only going to hit about half of them, abdominal pain, aging too rapidly, anal itching, allergies, anxiety, and anxiety is at an all-time high, folks. We do have things where we can break the cycle with that. Arthritis, the flare-up, uh, bloating and gas, brain fog, If you're doing brain fog, that's usually because you have too much uh, candida that's stealing your thiamine, uh, which is really important. I may get to later. Constipation. And Janet was talking to a young lady we know that has interstitial cystitis. She won't really let us treat her. She's doing the medical route, which is not working. And I love the medical route, but if it's not working, it's time to give your body something to work with to begin to heal itself. Difficulty focusing, dry skin, eczema, fatigue. I hear that all the time. Hair loss. I'm doing good there. Headache, infection, joint pain, lightheadedness, low energy, memory problems, but you probably won't remember to take your memory pills. Um, and, and that's an imbalanced microbiome, which is going to adversely affect liver detoxification, colon detoxification. 
Uh, liver. The biggest reason why we have liver issues is basically because we eat incorrectly. And I saw a bunch of that on Facebook uh, a day or two ago. We're eating too much high fructose corn syrup, too many empty carbs. If it's made of corn, rice, soy, don't ever eat soy, uh, wheat. Wheat is probably the best thing in the world you need to stay the heck away from. Not just because of the gluten, but that's one of the many reasons you should. The liver is incredibly, incredibly complicated, uh, and I'm going to try to simplify the uh, function. It has it, it detoxifies toxic products and foreign chemicals and drugs. Uh, our neighbor, we found out this morning, has 400 on her AST or ALT, and wonder why she doesn't feel good. Uh, it helps the process of digestion by producing bile salts. And if you if your AST and ALT hits about 26, 27, 28, I begin to worry about it because you don't have good um, digestion and assimilation of the bad things that you're eating that's creating too much uh, cholesterol and triglycerides. And if you don't digest that, it begins to clog up in the biliary tree, causing congestion. And I'll get into non-alcoholic fatty liver disease or uh, liver cirrhosis here in a minute. Um, If you have hormone imbalances, you have the probability, not possibility, folks, probability of having a liver congestion problem. The xenobiotics or ED endocrine disruptors that's your phthalates your plastics your pesticides your fire retardants your heavy metals and we all have them but we do not generally most of us don't detoxify some of us detoxify better than others the main thing and this is only one of 11 is methylation so some of our um, products have betaine in it which is trimethyl glycine tmg which is a methyl donor that's just your b vitamins and and there's other things that's why sometimes chondroitin or glucosamine helps because that's sulfation that's just another one of 11 detoxification pathways the easy way is just take our liver support and detox Mm -hmm. so that would be a detox correct yeah, you know, you hear all kinds of stupid stuff on Facebook, and I, I just, I, I've learned over the years to be real, real quiet, because people don't want your opinion. They just want to promote themselves and be important. There's a guy that says, detoxification doesn't occur in any shape, form, or fashion. It's like, well, every time you have a bowel movement that your body detox, and every time you urinate, you're detoxing. You detox through your breath. How many times have you smelled foul breath? That's trying to detox through the respiratory system because you're not getting enough out through your colon or your bladder, your kidneys, and your skin can detox. I know I need to detox when I smell like metal, but I take enough stuff that I'm detoxing pretty hard and heavy. I'm I'm not aging fast, I'll tell you that. And it's because Janet loves me enough to... Lay the stuff out there, and I take it. But cirrhosis of the liver, that that gets that and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It's a degenerative inflammatory disease that results in hardening and scarring of the liver cells and the clogging of the biliary tree. That's where the stones go through. You don't just start off with liver cirrhosis, though, do you? Don't you 
have um, some warning signs that possibly your liver is having issues? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have warning signs. We just don't always know how to listen or interpret. That's where Janet comes in. What what are the warning signs? I'm waiting to hear. Whatever you say they are. (laughs) Well, there's a few. Believe it or not, there's a few. Uh, One of the first things, you know, Dr. Lewis is brainy and... And I have her convinced of that. Y'all know that's BS. That's brainy stuff. That's what BS stands for, brainy stuff. I'm a little more simple. so. Uh, but uncommonly gorgeous. Well, thank you. <laughs> but one of the first ways you will know if you have a liver problem is if you are awake from 1 to 3 in the night. And if you say, well, I'm not awake all that all that time, but if you consistently wake up during those hours just like wide awake, that is a sign of liver because it's trying to regenerate and heal, and that is the time that it will wake you up telling you, hey, I'm having a problem. I tell too many crazy stories about this, and there was a redhead, and she said, and these liver uh, people that have liver issues are very quick to anger. And I said, here, take my liver support. Take two now, two before you go to bed, and you will sleep better than you've slept in years. And she came back a few weeks later and said, I thought you was the biggest quack in the world. And she said, but I had the best night's sleep I've ever slept. And, and, you know, redheads have genetically a little bit more propensity to liver issues. Yes, that's why they call them hot-headed redheads. Well, and we had a lady in here yesterday. She was trying to sell me a, a fiber optic line for our phone lines. And uh, and she started saying, well, what do you all do here? And I told her, she goes, well, I'm getting ready to go to the doctor because I've got this rash on the back of my arms. And she said it comes and goes, but now it's gotten to where it hardly goes at all. And we have a clock on our wall that shows us or shows people the time uh, frames of when different organs are having a problem and what goes with it. And I showed her liver and because uh, she said, I'm awake. Yeah, about 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm awake. And I said, well, that's your liver. And she read it because it says the uh, the the signs of that coming out emotionally are anger, resentment, bitterness, frustration, and being a little bit quick-tempered. Sound like an old hee-haw song. Yeah. So um, she said, I have all that. And she said, and I have a really hard time taking any kind of prescription drugs because they really bother me. And I said, well, that's because you're liver is toxic and i was hoping dr lewis would talk a little bit about um over-the-counter pain medications specifically acetaminophen and tylenol um yeah it's it's the biggest i don't know i don't know about biggest it's it's a pretty major liver killer mm -hmm. and you know how they fix it in the hospital they give you n-acetylcysteine or NAC, which is very very important and that's in our uh, liver support and detox as well as alpha-lipoic, methionine, cysteine, taurine, and, and the trimethylglycine that I, I talked about earlier. So basically, if you let this keep going, what you're saying is you keep taking a bunch of painkillers, you drink a lot of alcohol, um, you don't do anything to detoxify your liver, then it can turn into cirrhosis, correct? Well, yeah, and you know... This is kind of oversimplified, or they'll say, well, my legs are itching and they're burning, and, and it can that can be many different things, kind of like that list of probiotic uh, dysfunction. Um, but, for example, I can drink an alcoholic beverage, and I know genetically I have a very, very um, low tolerance to alcohol. I, I don't metabolize it real well. I've never been a big drinker. 
but I can drink a drink, and Janet says I get real sweet and romantic. Well, there's other people that are genetically very, very, very close to me. I can't talk about my relatives, but y'all figure that one out. And they get mean as a snake uh, because their liver, they, they have the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and that leaves clues too. Success leaves clues in life, but so does failure. So if you have those things, little hints, it's really best to get somebody to help you with that because I don't always... Uh, diagnose myself real well when janet says something you know she gives me the last word i say yes ma'am and she takes good care of me but that's why my liver functions real well even though genetically i can't metabolize alcohol very well and another thing that affects your liver is epstein-barr virus or infectious mononucleosis uh, some of the research, you know, you can read research that says everything or anything you want. Uh, some of them say that all of us or 75% of us have the Epstein-Barr cytomegalovirus or mono in our body at any given time. So it's not a matter of the virus coming out and eating you up. It's about the uh, environmental uh, strength and even Louis Pasteur said that it's not about the organism it, it's about the strength of the host and Janet thinks I'm kind of weird she says well da 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 talking about certain viruses or booger bears that are out there being played up and I said well buzzards don't eat anything until the host or the the, the cow dies you know they don't jump on a a live cow and eat a, eat a ribeye, they wait till it's dead. Well, bacteria, virus, yeast, and fungus, parasites are kind of the same way. You have to have a lowered uh, immune system so your body is less capable of fighting that. And now is a really, really, really good time for people to get on this stuff, whether you know you need to or not. One of my favorites, and, and I do lots and lots and lots of stuff, but this Immunocomplete, because it's got a little bit of vitamin C, a little bit of D, it's got the zinc, which is the tracks zinc, which means that's up to 20 times more absorbable. Then it has the N-acetylcysteine that we talked about, and it has quercetin dihydrate. Quercetin, 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 ever how you want to pronounce it, is kind of a strange antioxidant bioflavonoid that helps zinc go into the cell, and the higher the zinc in the cell, the higher your resistance is to booger bears. Well, my particular favorite, you know, you mentioned liver detox as being uh, a detoxification. You take it a step further, uh, we have something called reduced L-glutathione, mm-hmm. which gives you tons of energy, and it is glutathione your master antioxidant and it's heavily concentrated in tissues such as liver, spleen, and heart. So therefore, it plays a crucial role in immune function, immune function just like your immunocomplete does. It just kind of helps you detox a little bit better. Uh, gives a you lot tons, better. <laughs> gives you tons of energy. Yeah, it does. Um, it's just a quick trip to clean up the liver some. It um, supports... It helps neutralize free radicals. And, and, and you know, it's kind of like carnitine, which I hope Janet gets to in a minute, or maybe I will. But glutathione is not really technically an amino acid, but it uh, it it's produced from cysteine or N-acetylcysteine, glutamic acid, and glycine. Glycine's a really, really good cleanser. That's in a lot of our products. 
and it takes the place of glyphosate, but it's the super-duper, oh my God, powerful antioxidant, and it's produced in the liver, and like Janet says, it's where it's stored, but it can be excreted through the bile. Uh, A deficiency affects, adversely affects the nervous system, causing symptoms like lack of coordination, mental disorders, tremors, difficulty maintaining balance, um, and, and there was studies done on HIV uh, patients that the ones that had HIV the worst had the lowest levels of glutathione and had a much lower survival rate over a three-year period because their glutathione levels were too low. Hmm. Wow. I know. I, th- that is, this is one product you can take, and you can feel a difference in your energy levels, or I do. I, I don't know. But, you know, he says I react quickly to everything. But Her faith. I mean, faith and expectations carries a lot of weight. And the Bible tells you that. And for those of you that don't believe the Bible, well, maybe you should. And, and even if you don't get into the re- religious thing, there's still a lot of really good rules that will make your life better physically, mentally, and spiritually. So if you do not detoxify your liver, then it goes into cirrhosis. And hepatitis B infections are the leading risk factors for liver cancer. Mm. Um, The symptoms of liver cancer typically don't show up until the later stages of the disease. So uh, similar, they're very similar to cirrhosis and can include weight loss without trying, loss of appetite or feeling very full after a meal, nausea and or vomiting. Swollen liver, swollen spleen. And people say, but I took, uh, they, they took out my gallbladder. Well, why would you assume the problem is gone? They got rid of the thing causing the symptom. How can you tell if your liver's swollen or your spleen is swollen? It's called ascites when you're like on uh, hands and knees and your belly's full of liquid and swinging around. And no, I'm not talking about a beer belly. <laughs> or somebody on a pole. <laughs> Funny you should mention that, honey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, so, and, and kidney failure many, many times follows a liver problem. That's why I'm bigger on the liver. If your liver enzymes get around 26 and a little higher, I worry about it even though the ranges go higher. And I, I always say, well, these ranges, these reference ranges on your labs cover the 400-pound Walmart people that we make fun of and janet says Stephen, honey you ought to say that more intelligently i said yeah but people laugh about it and they remember it so just because you're within range doesn't mean you're healthy that just means you're common with a fat sick america and i read something the other day said 83 percent of people in america are, are obese so liver That's scary so liver is usually the first thing to go and then kidneys is that what you said usually I mean, and there are some exceptions to that. Uh, heavy metals especially are horrific. They wreak havoc on the kidneys. And, you know, I tell people, well, you know, you can take the immunocomplete. That's really, really good. Uh, you need to take our mushrooms, which are called immune essentials, uh, which is really good. And let me switch subjects just a little bit. Uh I said there are things that you should be taking just because of what's going on in the world, and I came across this the other day, and it talked about olive leaf extract, which we have, and we have the high-class, really good one, that uh, people had minimum 28% fewer sick days compared to a placebo. Hmm. 
and these people were taking olive leaf extract. It's rich in something called polyphenols and uh, all kinds of compounds I probably couldn't re- pronounce, but it's olipurin, oliuropene, which is it's it's a super powerful antioxidant, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, and so it's. Uh, you know, we, we can't make claims per the FDA, but it's a potential immune booster. And guess what? It lowers cancer risk, and that comes from PubMed. Okay? And it helps with things like Epstein-Barr, correct? Because it's an autoimmune issue, so it helps uh, yeah, we support your immune system. We can't make those claims, but if it miraculous... Like it. I said like it. Yeah, and and it's been medically researched to lower blood pressure. Janet's brother can't do without it because his blood pressure goes sky high, but he's that type of personality being uh, Hitler. A liver person. Yeah, he really is. Uh, he's kind of a Hitler. They call him Hitler <laughs> because he manages Hobby Lobby and has the most successful Hobby Lobby store around because he is Hitler. But his, his, his uh, personality drives that high blood pressure and that olive leaf keeps it low where he doesn't pop a cork. Now, I don't mean that. It sounds like he's drinking. That means he doesn't blow a blood vessel by having high blood pressure. That's a better way of putting it. And then if your liver is having a problem, obviously, then I guess next is your kidney. So kidney issues mm-hmm. are from 5 to 7 in the evening. Uh, emotional signs of that are fear, insecurity. You're very aloof. You want to be left alone. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> Don't many? be reading my mail, baby. <laughs> Weak willpower and anxiety. Anxiety is running rampant, and part of that is the uh, imbalanced microbiomes. Uh, some of it's uh, liver's not working right, kidneys not working right. And you may take something for, oh, I'm going to take this so my body can take care of this, but it may fix something seven steps away. And um, Well, there's some symptoms of failing kidney health to watch out for. Why don't you tell us about them? All right. So if you experience any of the following symptoms. You might be a redneck if. And seek, seek attention <laughs> immediately. Less urine output or feeling as if you need to urinate more often. And that's pretty common, actually. We have a lot of people that come in here that tell us that, and we put them on our kidney essentials, and it helps support the kidney so that they function better. Um, dark or pinkish urine or foam in your urine, retaining fluids, swelling in your limbs, abdomen, or face. Yeah, if your ankles start swelling, of course, that can be a sign of congestive heart failure, but that very much includes, and, uh, um, you know, the kidneys are involved in that quite a bit. Increased sensation of thirst, chest pain or pressure. And some things you should know go to your emergency room i mean what we do with helping create good health takes time there's physiological changes there's the uh limitations of time and matter so and you give us time the kidneys aren't one that revive themselves generally i mean you that the organ will eventually go away if you don't do something with that where liver can regenerate itself up to a certain point very very much so but janet's right there there's Things that we check on on the labs, you know, like uh, creatinine, for example. You beat me to that. I was going to tell people that. Go ahead, honey. Okay. Well, there's some other things here of kidney health to watch (laughs) out for. Um, Chest pain or pressure, 
extreme fatigue, weakness, or unusual sleepiness. And, and we hear many, many people complain of fatigue. Problems breathing. Yep, emergency room. Again, nauseousness or loss of cognition. What's loss of cognition? Well, you can't think uh, very well, and that's why I tell people, well, the thiamine is very, very, uh, very good for bringing your cognitive function back. People call me or email me within two to three weeks, but you need to take a specific type of that. Then there's riboflavin that you don't hear much of, and Janet says, Da, 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 da. Well, riboflavin's in my B12 methyl supreme. It, it, it helps with riboflavin helps with antibody production. Where do you think you might need antibody production? It helps with uh, mucous membranes of the digestive tract, oxygen utilization of the tissues. It helps uh, hair, skin, and nails. Eliminates dandruff. That's when Janet says you hadn't been taking your stuff, have you? Um, so we talk about thiamine. You talk about riboflavin and Many of these are just specifically good for the kidneys, and that's also B6 or P5P. And a lot of that's in our kidney essentials, so you don't have to take them individually. So. Yep, yep. Um, acute kidney failure is usually a side effect of another medical condition. Heart disease and diabetes are the single biggest risk factors for kidney disease. And that's why I went on a rampage about our uh, high-carb, high-sugar society and not eating Real food. And that's the other part of what I was going to talk about, and I wanted you to talk about it a little bit because, you know, some of these these symptoms are are the same on different organs, and it's super hard to know which, which problem you're addressing. And that's why we do the low-cost lab across the United States because we can take the guesswork out of that. And like Dr. Lewis said, on the liver... Uh, we look at liver enzymes with AST, ALT to see if they're high. He tries to see if that's the problem. But I wanted him to also talk about the, you know, you guys have probably heard of having a glucose test, which most of you have had on your lab. But there's one called a A1C, which is a three-month blood sugar that's part of our panel. And on there is an estimated glucose average. Yep. And I want him to tell us why that is important and how it can relate to kidneys or eyes and uh, what you're looking for on there to know if there's a problem. Well, the hemoglobin A1C, like Janet says, it's a three to four month uh, average, depending on how long the hemoglobin lives. So they check little spots on there called uh, glycation uh, receptor sites or uh glycosylated hemoglobin i think's another term for it and so you can't cheat they say well I, I was at a party the night before no this is a 90 to 120 day average well if your blood sugar gets a little bit over you know around 140 average you're going to go into insulin resistance and that's why we check insulin which almost no doctors do and uh it it it's like little crystals in your blood and it's very uh damaging to your eyes and your kidneys, and creating bad cholesterol. And y'all know I'm not really a big fan of worrying about cholesterol. I do worry about the ratios of this and this and this and this. And people tell me all the time, they're sitting there, they're 350 pounds, say, but I eat good. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, if you're eating good, you're eating way the heck too much of it. So the problem is, and, and I'm including myself in this, we need to quit uh, justifying our sins. If you... 
vary off your diet once a week. That's not a big deal. But then we start doing it every day, and then we start doing it all day long, and we don't realize how much that adds up. And that's why the hemoglobin A1C is a telltale sign. And your insulin, the ranges go from, you know, it can go up to 19.6, but if you get your insulin past about 7 or 8, it begins to uh, create... Well, it. God, I'm trying to say this nicely, and I'm sorry. I just don't know how. It's a fat depositing hormone. Okay, so I don't care if it says 19.6. It's way, way, way too high, and then your triglycerides go up. And then, oh, my God, your cholesterol and triglycerides go into your liver and clog it up with undigested cholesterol. So cholesterol in itself is not the bad guy. It's your lack of digestion, which liver is a major contributing factor to that through the bile salts. Which is why we run so much lab, because we're looking for the story that your body is telling not the end game of when you go to your doctor and they go, oh, well, let's just wait for it to see what happens. Your lab looks great. I mean, I, I can't tell you the people have come in here and go, I feel horrible. And I've done lab at my doctor and they tell me I have the best looking lab around and there's still something wrong. And the reason is, is because they're waiting for that disease or that sickness. When Dr. Lewis is running the lab and he's reading that, he's looking at patterns all through the lab saying, well, here it looks okay, but you're headed toward this, which can help circumvent a whole bunch of these bad issues that come down the road. And he spoke a little bit about uh, creatinine, how that correlated to kidneys. Again, he's looking at that in one of the panels. He's looking at your A1C. He's looking at your insulin. I mean, there's there's many different properties of it that that help him to determine your body screaming basically and then and creatinine is a byproduct of muscle breakdown which is a normal function but it shouldn't be too high but if the creatinine gets uh, too high you have to suspect kidney function uh, but on a man you have to think there's a possibility of prostate uh, uterine function dysfunction in a woman uh, so so you have to do that and uh, you know, if you have to wake up and urinate all night long, uh, difficulty starting and stopping urine stream, uh, dribbling, uh, you might have a prostate issue, and that will show through the creatinine to, to some degree. But if it gets super high, and I suspect renal disease, I send you to a kidney specialist, or renal insufficiency, yeah, we deal with that. I tell you still, look for, look at a kidney specialist. It's best to have medical opinion and our opinion, in my, I think. On a female, if it goes high, you, you have to think about urinary tract congestion or obstruction of the stones, you know, hypercalcemia, which means too, too much calcium. That uh, it's almost always a calcium oxalate stone. Well, there's three different studies on that. It's lack of B6, lack of magnesium, uh, lack of potassium. So you can pretty much prevent kidney stones if your body has what it needs to work with. So basically, to sum it all up, there's nine steps to protect your kidney health. Control your blood sugar. Check it regularly. Know your blood pressure. Blood pressure's got a lot to do with it. Exercise at least 20 minutes a day, even low impact. Lose weight or maintain a healthy body weight. Drink a half ounce of water for each pound of body weight daily. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you want 75 ounces of water. 
Avoid and refined fil- sugars. Filter the water. Yeah, not tap water. God, don't do tap water. Um, <laughs> do reverse osmosis. That's the best uh, best kind. Yep. Avoid refined sugars and flours because they induce rampant inflammation. Eat organic when possible. Quit smoking now. And avoid use of over-the-counter drugs and unnecessary prescriptions. So um, the other part of that is do your lab work. If you've not done lab work or don't know what we're talking about, it's very low cost. We can run it throughout the United States. There are 12 panels of lab in ours because we do not involve insurance, and therefore it costs less, and you get more for your money. If you are listening to our show and need to do it again, now would be a great time because it's getting colder out and going into the dark season, and it would be great to be healthy. So, um, Dr. Lewis, We've taught them a lot today. I hope hope they've all learned something. And I would like you to lead us in, I feel like lead us into prayer, <laughs> into a, a closing statement, please. He's working on his I, closing I, statement. I've got a lot of things to say. And, you know, it's kind of like the old Smoking the Bandit song, a long way to go and a short time to get there. We're being bombarded with too much information, too many opinions. And you know the opinion of 10,000 men has absolutely no value if they don't know anything about the subject. You've got to find somebody that knows about the subject. Um, And that would be us. And as smart as I think I am and I, I try to be, I always get an outside opinion when it comes to my personal health. Uh, and I would like to tell you the greatest challenge of being alive is to witness the injustice of this world that's going on right now and not allow it to consume your light, your health, and your happiness. We can stand above this. We can rise above it. We can still shine in spite of what's happening, but you have to start with you. And we hope you've learned something today. We are excited to have Casey back on our next show. He has been quite uh, popular on our show teaching us about the different nutritional supplements. He's coming in for part three of our series about nutritional, the differences in nutritional supplements and why you need which ones. And he's got a very interesting show uh, next time. And in the meantime, go to greenwisdomhealth.com, start with the health survey it will recommend the correct lab panel for you if you have questions dr lewis will personally call you and help you through it yeah please call me because jen and brandy are doing all the work and i just get to talk to people so it's fun for me which is his favorite thing to do in the whole wide world (laughs) we hope you guys have a blessed week we'll be here next time on the green wisdom health show Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.